Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Doc Sportscast today. So Aurora and I are here uh, to give you guys an update on what's going on in the sports world. We're actually going to be uh, previewing the upcoming slate of games for this Sunday uh, in the NFL. So, uh, you know, Wednesday we, we talked about some news, things like that. So we're going to get back to talking about the NFL this upcoming weekend, kind of give you guys some tips and tricks for, uh, you know, DFS lineups, things like that. So uh, first off... <clears throat> We're going to recap real quick the uh, Packers versus Cardinals game here. So, um, you know, in, incredible <laughs> interception opportunity there to end the game for the Packers. Very exciting game, back and forth. Uh, you know, this one was, was a really, really good contest. And, you know, it, it's a little different than we anticipated. We thought Arizona would, would squeak out the win. But here's the thing with Green Bay Packers, man. They are giant killers. Uh there's way too many times that they will play to a level of their opponent and they'll they'll drop a, a, an easy game like they did the you know game beginning of the season. But when it's a game where people are saying, "Hey, they might lose." These guys come out there and and they know how to perform. So, um this is a team that when they go up against a really good team, it's always a chance that they could take down a juggernaut. And uh, this is a situation that that happened. So always be cautious when the Packers are playing. Never bet against Aaron Rodgers because he could always take out a team. Uh pretty much on his own and essentially you know toward later in the game i mean he was being very meticulous in what he did uh very meticulous with his throws uh his play calling uh it, it all worked really well for the team and uh they had a really good game overall you know aaron Rodgers played well he had two touchdowns no interceptions on the day um you know aj Dillon and aaron jones both had really good days aaron jones did have a touchdown um, and he got seven catches for 51 yards. So he was crushing it on the day. A.J. Dillon uh, actually got more carries. So that's something to kind of keep track of. A.J. Dillon is is really splitting carries with Aaron Jones at this point. Yeah, he's he's vulturing some touchdowns, Aaron Jones is, from A.J. Dillon. But A.J. Dillon looks to be the guy they really want to run with. Now, James Conner had two touchdowns in this game. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins only had two targets, 66 catches. Um I mean, yeah, Cardinals couldn't get much going, and this is a Green Bay Packers defense. It's a really good defense. They've always been good. And, uh, yeah, they had two interceptions on Kyler Murray on the day. That's going to be a recipe to, you know, possibly drop a game, and they did here. So really good game overall. Um, a little bit how we expected it. We expected it to be a really tight game, but we did expect the Cardinals to be able to pull it out. And, uh, yeah, that late interception sealed it. So uh, we are going to jump into the – Rams and the Houston Texans, guys. So the Rams and the Houston Texans, uh, very excited about, um, you know, seeing the Rams put up as many points as they can. Honestly, Houston has a decent offense. They've put up some points. They did trade Mark Ingram recently, and that will impact this team. That is the thing that I'm, I'm most excited for is to see what they do with this backfield because Mark Ingram has been the guy. So if they're not going to rely on Mark Ingram, what are they going to do? You know, that's my big question for this team right now. What are they going to do? They're not relying on Mark Ingram. How is that going to go? Is it going to be the Philip Lindsay show? Is it going to be the David Johnson show? Who's going to get the bulk of those carries? Because this is something in DFS that, hey, you know, maybe not this week because the Rams are a great defense, but maybe some other weeks, you know, you can sit there and you can rely on uh, one of these guys to get you, you know, 10, 12 points, you know. Who knows? But this is interesting to see. We're excited to kind of see how this plays plays out now uh in this game honestly you know 
The only person that we would look at for Houston is Brandon Cooks, but in this one, I would not touch him. I don't like Brandon Cooks this week. I've got to play him in a couple of my real my full-season fantasy lineups, and I really don't like it. I don't like the matchup there, but uh, he could end up getting some good points. He might get 7, maybe 10, and that's all you kind of really need from him at that point in a season-long fantasy. But, uh, you know, otherwise, if you're looking at DFS, really what I'm looking at here is Cooper Cup. Uh, Robert Woods, I mean, Tyler Higby, Western Kentucky boy right there. Like, I and I graduated from Western Kentucky, for those of you who don't know. So, um, I mean, this is a game that you could think about stacking, but if you do, you only want to stack the one team, and that's the Rams, uh, because I think they'll be throwing the ball early, and they'll be getting the ball down the field. I think that Houston might be able to put up a few points here and there to maybe put – you know, keep the Rams having the gas pedal down a little bit longer than most people would anticipate. So maybe uh, some of these players, these receivers, get a little more points than we anticipated uh, when you first think about the matchup. But overall, I think it will think it will be good. Uh, good matchup for fantasy. A little bit on the Rams side. Once we get in the fourth quarter, don't expect your guys to get a lot of points after that though, because they should be out to a ten point lead, if not more. Well, it should be out to more than a fifteen point lead at that point. Uh, next up, Cincinnati against the Jets. Now, this one, I think, like to me, this is the the biggest mismatch of the entire weekend. Um, you know, the Jets have beaten the Titans, but that this is such a different team. And when you look at the Jets, the biggest thing that they can't it there's there's no real reason to talk about this, right, guys? I mean, the, the Jets are the Jets are one and five. The Bengals are five and two. I mean, the Bengals are going to crush these guys. The thing that I, I am wondering and thinking about is, hey, how big of a blow is this going to be and how quickly? Because this could easily go to a run, 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 run the clock down Cincinnati game. Like, hey, let's just get out of here. So I don't know about T. Higgins. I don't know about Jamar Chase. I don't know about taking these guys. Yes, they've put up good numbers so far. You know, T. Higgins getting a lot of targets. Uh, Jamar Chase has been consistently getting touchdowns. What are we going to do with these guys? And ultimately, if I was you, I would stray away from them in this game. I really would take Joe Mixon. I think he's going to have a stellar game out here. Um, And shout out to Mike White, who is Western Kentucky grad. I went to Western Kentucky, so that's a hilltopper right there on the field. I hope he plays well in this game, but I don't see them being able to get the win. Um, Yeah, just Bengals all the way. For this one, and again, I would look at Jamar Chase. If you're gonna look at someone on the Jets side of things, I don't know. I mean, we've very we've seen very little. You could have said, okay, I want to go with Corey Davis or maybe Jamar or um, Jamison Crowder because he's cheap. But you can't go with that now because you don't know who Mike White likes. You don't know who his target's gonna be that he goes to over and over. I would err on the side of Corey Davis. I feel like that will be the better option, and Mike Davis probably will or Mike White will go to him more, but. Who knows? So that's one to kind of stay away from on the Jets side of things. Miami up against Buffalo. And guys, this is a Miami team that it shouldn't be one and six. Like they they've had some struggles. They've had some games they've dropped here and there. Um But, you know, Buffalo's four and two. Buffalo's a great team. I mean, Buffalo is looking like, you know, a top top five team in the league at this point. They've got a couple of pieces to fix before they really mesh and gel together. This is a team that can get hot in any time and make a run uh, for things. So I would I would take Buffalo in this game. I think Josh Allen's going to throw all over the place. I know there's a lot of trade rumors right now with Deshaun Watson going to Miami and all that type of stuff. I get it. I, I know that. I know it's out there. But here's the thing. It hasn't happened. Okay, It's probably not going to happen. I'm just telling you. It's probably not going to happen. 
so what we need to do is we need to look at this game objectively for the players on the roster right now, look at it without thinking about this whole Deshaun Watson thing. And in DFS, I'm wanting Mike Gesicki on the Miami side. I really like Mike Gesicki in this matchup. I think it's a really good matchup for him. And and I know that Buffalo's got a good defense up against uh, tight ends. If you go and look on DraftKings FanDuel, you can see that they're really good rating up against tight ends. But I'm telling you in this game, Mike Gesicki gets looked at, and he gets looked at often by um, Tua Tungabailoa. Tua is going to be looking for this guy. They're going to be down. They're going to need to pass the ball. I think Tua will look for him quite a bit. I, I do like the matchup that he has. I think he's going to get some mismatches there with some linebackers in the second or in the uh, in the linebacking core. I think he can make some mismatches happen there and and really you know kind of go off for a decent day. So I think he will end up getting a touchdown for this one. I'm not going to guarantee it the way that my, uh, Matt Berry does, but um, I think that. I think that he ends up maybe getting a touchdown in this one, and this could be a really good game for him. Honestly, I don't like the tight end slate. I don't like a lot of the tight ends in their matchups this weekend. I really just don't have anyone that I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go with that tight end. I, I just don't like anybody. Obviously, Kyle Pitts, his his um, salary has bumped up, and now you know he, he costs quite a bit more than he used to, so it's not like a flyer. It's not like a streamer to, you know, oh, hey, let's get this guy, and let's make bank on that that. Uh, money we're saving that's not the case anymore so on the buffalo side of things i really like zach moss on this game uh zach moss struggled a, a little bit when you look at what he was doing uh he, he struggled a little bit last couple weeks i would look at zach moss to kind of get going in this one i don't think they're going to need to be passing the ball all that much when they get in the second half i don't think so i don't think devin singletary is going to be out there as much as zach moss and i think he's going to get a lot of carries and he's going to get a workload in there that will warrant him to get a decent amount of fantasy points and maybe even get a touchdown in this game if Josh Allen doesn't vulture it from him. But you could end up with a stack here. If you wanted to do a three-person stack, I'd look at Zach Moss, Josh Allen, and honestly, I'm looking at Emmanuel Sanders because Miami does have a decent – they have a great defense last year. They've got a decent defense this year. And if you look at most of the guys they're playing up against, they do a good job on the number one receiver. They do a good job. It's those other guys that have been getting open and making mismatches. Um, so I would I would say that I would go with Emmanuel Sanders over Stephon Diggs, especially at the price points of those two players. Okay. Next up, uh, Pittsburgh up against Cleveland. And in this game, you know, you know, I, I know there's issues with Baker right now. Yeah, it's still it's still maybe up in the air whether he plays or not in this game. Ultimately, I think the Browns win this game uh, regardless of Baker Mayfield playing or not. And and I get it. You guys may have been listening to the podcast. Like, you, you know, okay, I'm down on the Steelers this year. I'm really down on the Steelers. Like, I, okay, I get that. Fine. Outside of the bias of being down against the Steelers this year, this Cleveland team won last week in a very convincing fashion, and I think that they have a great team put together. Okay, Pittsburgh has a great defense. Okay, let's get that straight. They have a great defense. That's pretty much it. Yes, they've got a good running back in Najee Harris that is getting beaten, banged up, you know, hit behind the line, having to make a ton of great plays. Uh, so he's the only one that I would consider there on that side of things. But I really think he's going to get shut down in this game. I, I don't think Cleveland's going to let him just run for whatever he wants. I think Cleveland knows, hey, we have a chance to come in here and dominate against these guys. Let's do it. And I think they will. On the Cleveland side of things, man, it's up in the air. I mean, who would you go with? 
every week you don't know who it's going to be. Um, if Nick Chubb's uh, healthy in this game, I would go with Nick Chubb. I would roll him out there. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's been giving up a decent amount to the run game, so I would, I would go with Nick Chubb. If I'm not going with him and I'm looking at the wide receiver standpoint, I'm probably looking at people's Jones, but I, I don't like this. I don't like this matchup at all for fantasy purposes. Um, I, I don't think it's a good matchup for fantasy either way, so I would kind of stray away from it in DFS. Next up, you got Carolina against Atlanta, okay? And Carolina, you know, I, th- I think Carolina has, yeah, they've had some bad weeks. You know, they need to kind of hit the reset button and whatnot. This is the team to do that on. Atlanta has a horrible pass defense. They've got a horrible defense in general. This is the team to get Chuba Hubbard going, to try things with him and get him working, figure out what works with his game, and then get things going from the passing standpoint for Sam Darnold as well. Okay, DJ Moore should be able to eat these guys alive in that Atlanta secondary. Um, you know, Robbie Anderson should be able to make a couple great plays out there. Like, this should be a team that they kind of chew up on out there, and I think it'll be really, really good opportunity for Carolina to do so. Now, their defense is really good. They've got a really good defense there in Carolina. I believe in that defense. However, for Atlanta... I am really concerned here. I don't like Kyle Pitts. We said it earlier that, hey, I'm not a fan of Pitts this weekend. I don't like what's going on with him there um, in this matchup because we said we don't like a lot of the tight end matchups, and that's one that we really don't we don't like that one. Um, but what I will say here is if I'm going to go with anyone in Carolina or anyone in Atlanta, I'm going to look at Cordero Patterson because I think that this is a guy that's going to get some good mismatches out the backfield against this Carolina team. That's the only one I really like because I don't like them getting enough time for Calvin Ridley to get downfield for some shots. I I don't like Kyle Pitts to get a lot of mismatches there. I don't see a lot of mismatches for him in this matchup. So we'll see. If I'm going for someone, honestly, I would take um, Cordero Patterson. But for Carolina... I mean, this is a game I would stack some guys on the Carolina side of things. I honestly, I'm probably going to have a few shares of Sam Donald, DJ Moore, Chuba Hubbard. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to have something like that out there because it just makes sense to me against this Carolina team that's always giving up a pretty good amount of uh, points, if not points, then a lot of offense. Now, San Francisco up against Chicago. And in this game, guys, um, Ultimately, I mean, you know, I, I like the Bears. I, I like the Bears better than I do the Niners. I, I want the Bears to win this game, but I don't think they're going to. You know, um, San Francisco lost to a very good playing Colts team last week, and I think that the Niners are fine. I, I don't think there's anything wrong. I know people are starting to panic on the Niners. Let's calm down. There's no reason to panic on the Niners. They're going to be fine, okay? So I think they get back on track. I think Garoppolo is going to be out there, going to be playing, getting his groove back, going with these these receivers, and they're going to be fine, okay? On the Chicago side of things, I do think they will put up a few points here and there. You know, maybe they get 10, 12 points, something like that. But uh, I don't really like Khalil Herbert this week. I know a lot of people have been going with him, you know, since, he, since he's been starting out there in Chicago. I know he's had back-to-back 100-yard games. I don't like that matchup with him up against this Niners defense. I just really don't. Um, Receiving-wise, Justin Fields doesn't. He still hasn't gotten chemistry with these guys uh, from a receiving standpoint. He still doesn't know who to go to and whatnot. And that's troubling for me. To me, it feels like, okay, he's not... He's not getting that chemistry going. What is he spending his time doing? Is he looking at film too much and not just getting out there and having reps with the receivers? Because, I mean, I think he needs a lot of that right now. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. San Francisco side of things. I go with Debo Samuel. I think I think that's a great pick this week. Pick up Debo Samuel um, for DFS. I think he's going to do really well. I know he's very high price point, but I think he's going to show out against the Chicago Bears team. Um, and other one, honestly, you could go with Ayuk. Ayuk's uh, price point has really dropped on most of the formats, and I think he'll be a really good pickup. I wouldn't take Jimmy Garoppolo. I wouldn't take any of those running backs, but just a little one-off person would be maybe Ayuk or um, Debo Samuel. Next game is Tennessee Titans up against the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, so this Colts team has has really started to turn things around. They're playing so much better now with Carson Wentz out there, and I, I this is exactly what they wanted to be. This is the team they aspired to when they got Carson Wentz. So I am very excited to see that they've got him on board and they're starting to play well and gel with him. Um, I, I I think the sky's the limit for this team. Uh, I, I really do. They've got a really they got a decent defense out there. They, they do. They have a decent defense, and I think this is the type of team that that Ryan Tannehill could come out and play flat against, okay? We've seen him struggle. We've seen him throw some interceptions and things already this year. I, I think he might struggle up against this team because they've got a real good pass defense out there uh, in Indianapolis, and I, I would be concerned. I would be concerned. Um on the Tennessee side of things for Ryan Tannehill. He does press that ball a little too much uh, because he's figuring out these receivers a little bit still because there's injuries and stuff that happen. So now I, I think he's still trying to figure out how to fully mesh with these guys. But honestly, Derrick Henry's a monster. He's still going to get his. He's, he's still going to probably have a 100-yard game in this one. But unless he gets to like 130, 140, I don't think they're going to get this win. They're going to need to run that clock out like crazy. And I think this will be a clock management game. So for DFS purposes, you know, there's not a lot of guys I like in this matchup. But if you do have to go with someone, I'm honestly going to look at Michael Pittman on the Indianapolis side of things. I think him and Carson Wentz started to get some things going a little bit last week. And what I was seeing there, they were trying to figure things out. With each other. So I think they're trying to figure that out. And I think they could end this game up against a Titans defense that has given up some some pretty good um, you know offensive plays to, to receivers this year. So I, I think that could be something where they, they feast a little bit. Um, but I wouldn't take Carson Wentz. Michael Pittman's a little one-off. And Tennessee, obviously, yeah, you can take Derrick Henry any week, and he's going to he's gonna end up paying off, but it's how much he pays off. That's the question because he is very expensive in all of the different uh, formats. Uh, now, we have Philadelphia up against Detroit. Guys, this is the DFS matchup of the week. This is the DFS matchup of the week. Aurora has called it. She has put her butt down on this one and said, we are – rolling with this team so this is the team where we're doing some stacks um honestly i i like the the detroit lions to get this win it's in detroit i, I think they have a really good opportunity here to pull out a win um first win of the season get dan campbell's energy finally you know paying off and i think they can do it in this game so in this game i would do two different options here you could pick one or the other uh, Jalen Hurts is already going already gonna to get you 20 points. You know that. But these receivers and things for him are very questionable. Okay, If Miles Sanders doesn't play, I would take Kenneth Gainwell in a heartbeat. So I would pair Kenneth Gainwell with Jalen Hurts. And then on the receiving side of things, I would take Devontae Smith. Now, if Manuel Sanders plays, I don't like this team as much. I would not do that stack. But I would also pair that stack if you're doing it and Emmanuel Sanders doesn't play. I would take DeAndre Swift on the other end. Now, if you are... if if you are not going that way and you want to side more on the Detroit side, because I think they're going to win the game, this is the one I'm going to side more on, is I would take Jared Goff in this game 
I would take um, Amon Ross St. Brown. I think he's got a good price point out there for people right now. And then I would take uh, DeAndre Swift. And then I would pair that. I would, I would actually, I would stack that with Kenneth Gainwell if Miles Sanders doesn't play. Okay, that's the one I really like if Sanders doesn't play. If he does, then this one's not going to be as good of a matchup. But I think there's going to be a lot of scoring back and forth for these teams. Um, you know, Philly is going on a downhill trying to figure things out. They're scrambling. And Detroit has got some good things there. They're just sticking to it, and they're going to get a win. They're, they've got a lot of energy, a lot of passion, and they've got talent there. They just need to be able to put the things together in four quarters to be able to pull out a win. Now, New England up against the Chargers. Guys, this is going to be a very good game. Um, I know Bill Belichick, you know, had had Justin Herbert's number kind of last year when they when they played, but um, I, I really think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be fairly low scoring. I would see both teams in the teens. Um, on the Chargers side of things, I, I don't have anyone I really like in this matchup. I, I I just don't. I can't go through and find one person where I'm like, you know, what? I really like this matchup. I I just can't. On the New England side of things, though. I do like taking Damian Harris. I know he's been getting some touchdown vultured and thing like that from him, but I do like taking him this week. I think he's going to do really well in this game. And if you look at the matchups, I I don't like Jacoby Myers. I honestly like Hunter Henry. I look at Hunter Henry in this matchup. I think he's going to be really good. And Mac Jones is a guy that I would like better than Herbert in this matchup for the price point that these two are at. So, anyway, I still think the Chargers end up getting the win, but I think it's a good, good fight for New England. Next is Jacksonville Jaguars up against the Seattle Seahawks. This could be a really good fantasy matchup as well. Um, in DFS, I would look to do some stacks with this one, guys. Honestly, I, I think Trevor Lawrence uh, having a chance to get a bye weekend and stuff, I think it's going to help him a lot. If you look at a lot of the rookie uh, quarterbacks and stuff in the past, fantasies, like when they, when they get a bye week, it, it's helped them. It's typically helped them the, the week following a bye week. So I would look at Jacksonville here to come out and Trevor Lawrence to play really well. I would stack, and this would be my preference, I would stack Trevor Lawrence with James Robinson because he's he crushes it. James Robinson is the man. And LaVisca Chenault. Okay? I know people are going to say Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, but for the price point, I can't go with Marvin Jones. I gotta go with LaVisca Chenault because LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones has been getting targets anyway. Chenault is going to get more of the benefit from those targets that are vacated from DJ Chark. Okay? So I would have to go with um, LaVisca Chenault in this one. Uh, so that would be my my stack there. And then on the Seattle side of things, honestly, I would take Alex Collins. I would. I would take Alex Collins, and I would I would make this a game that you're you're highlighting there. Um, I wouldn't go with DK Metcalf. I wouldn't go with Tyler Lockett. Now, if you're gonna go with one of them, definitely go with DK Metcalf because yes, I know he only had a couple catches last week, but that is that is who Geno likes to look at. He just misconnected on a few of those, and he was covered pretty heavily. But this Jacksonville team will give up open coverage, so. That's a guy you can consider looking at. But Alex Collins would be the guy I would take in this one. And look for, honestly, when it comes to who's getting the win, I think I think Jacksonville gets the win. I really do. I think Jacksonville gets this win. This is one that you guys could maybe put as an upset factor out there. Um, I would look at Jacksonville in this one to, to turn things around for themselves. Tampa Bay up against New Orleans. You know, Tampa Bay is just such a beast right now. Uh, they're going to be the whole season. 
the question is, can Jameis Winston go out there and gunsling it and get lucky a few times? No, he can't. This is a great Tampa Bay defense. Um, they're gonna they're gonna make Jameis do Jameis things, <clears throat> and he's not gonna play well. He's gonna look at he's gonna look like he's been drinking some Jameis out there and throw some bad throws. Um, so I, I would look at Tampa Bay in this one because I do think that New Orleans will keep things interesting. I think they can pound it with you know Alvin Kamara a little bit and keep some points on the board, so they'll be a little competitive. And it's a divisional game. You always expect it to be a little competitive there anyway. But honestly, I would not look at New Orleans to, to get the win. I would not look at their receivers. Maybe Traquan Smith, maybe, but I still wouldn't go that route right now. I think we got to see who Jameis really, Jameis really likes. Um, you could go with Alvin Kamara, and that's really the only thing I, I would say for New Orleans. Tampa Bay side of things, I, I would look at Chris Godwin. I know Mike Evans goes off every now and then and gets a ton of touchdowns, but I like the matchup better for Chris Godwin in this one. Um, and, and that's really it. I wouldn't go with uh, Tom Brady either in this one or Leonard Fournette because I think they're going to have a decent day defensively against the run uh, for New Orleans. So, But Tampa will end up getting the win, I believe, um, and Aurora thinks so as well. Next is Washington versus Denver. Man, this is, a, this is a tale of two teams that are just not being able to figure things out right now. Um, I think Denver is a is a good team, but I also think Washington's a good team. Washington is a, a good team if they can stop, like, beating themselves. You know, people say, like, bad teams find a way to lose. This is a good team finding a way to lose because they are there. They're competitive in games. This defense has started turning things around, and they're competitive, but all of a sudden, as soon as they get down because, you know, Taylor Heineke or somebody makes a, a bad play, a fumble or an interception, they just lose it. They're just like, you know what? Forget it. This is happening again, and they lose their motivation. I don't know what they need to do to turn that around. Like, hey, we threw an interception. You know what? Let's let's get it back. Let let's get going. We can beat these guys still. I don't know what to do to, to keep that vigor in there, but they can put points on the board. I I think they'll be able to put a few points on the board, and I think Denver will really try to uh, run this game quite a bit. Um, I would look at Terry McLaurin on the Washington side of things. I, I do like Terry McLaurin out there uh, on the Denver side of things. I really like Cortland Sutton. I also don't mind if you pair this game uh, and and stack it with Teddy Bridgewater, Cortland Sutton, and Noah Fant. I think that's a, a decent one to put out there for Denver. Uh, moving on to the Sunday night matchup, we're going to get to do Dallas and Miami. Or, not Miami, sorry, Minnesota. Dallas and Minnesota. And in this one, we're going to take Minnesota to win this game. I really think they they shouldn't be a three and three team. I think they're gonna get this win. It, it's in Minnesota. Um, I, I just really think they're gonna go out there and play really well. I would take Dalvin Cook in this game. Uh, I wouldn't look at the receivers for Minnesota because it's so up and down right now. You never know who they're gonna go to. Now, if you're in a uh, a millie maker or something like that, I would go with Osborne. I like his price point, and I, I know they're looking at him a lot more. And they looked at him in the red zone last week, so I would look at Osborne. Um, and you could go with Kirk Cousins. You could stack, and I might do this with a couple lineups. I might do Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and Osborne. So that's one to really look at. Dallas on the Dallas side of things, man. Look, CJ Lamb, uh, CD Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, all those guys, they're going to get their fantasy numbers, things like that. This will be a high-scoring game back and forth. So that's one to look at uh, to, to stack as well. Now, the Giants up against the Chiefs. Man, the Chiefs. This is the game for them to get back on track, and I think they're going to. Okay, I don't. I don't think they're going to drop to three and five. All right, 
and I think the Giants are going to go to two and six. But the Giants are still banged up, still don't have all their wide receivers back. We still don't know when when Saquon's going to be, you know, hundred percent again um, with everything that he's constantly dealing with. So I, I don't know. I don't know about this for the Giants. Um, I think Kansas City will do well. If you're taking anyone on the Giants side of things, I would take Sterling Shepard if he's healthy and playing on the Kansas City side of things. I mean, you know, it's the same guys. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you can take any of those guys. I think they ball out and put up a lot of points in this game. So that's the Monday night matchup. I know we're not going to be doing the podcast because we told you guys we're going to go to Wednesday, Fridays uh, moving forward. So with that being said, um, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Um, hope some of these uh, tips and players that we've picked works out for you guys. Uh, I know last week we had some really good picks out there, and hopefully it does well for you guys this week. Uh, let us know what you guys think of the podcast. If there's anything we can do to make things you know exciting for you or uh, more interesting, please feel free to let us know. Um, and yeah, please like, share, and subscribe the content uh, to any of your friends out there as well who you think would enjoy it. With that being said, from Aurora and I, and again, Aurora is the three-year-old dachshund on the cover of the podcast, we appreciate it. Thank you, and have a great weekend of games.